Squads of orcas on many occasions as we kayaked around our island home. These are the southern resident killer whales who spend most of their time in the water surrounding America's San Juan Islands and Canada's southern Gulf Islands. It can be unnerving, to put it mildly, to see a dorsal fin almost two meters tall slicing through the water towards you in jaws-like fashion as you sit in a plastic kayak. Your vessel suddenly seems kind of flimsy. Once I was paddling into a strong headwind, unaware that orcas were approaching from behind. I nearly lost control of my paddle and my bladder when a large male surfaced right in front of me, so close that I could see individual beads of water rolling off his massive back. An adult orca can be nine meters long and weigh more than 5,000 kilograms. Abstract numbers, until they're suddenly within reach. The southern residents occasionally interrupted the writing of this book. Sitting at my desk in our solar-powered writing cabin, I can hear them approach through Swanson Channel from the southeast. Even though I've observed these creatures hundreds of times, I still tingle with excitement when they appear. I'll leave my desk and run down to the ocean to watch until they've all passed out of sight. Sometimes I'll jump into my kayak, tailing them from a respectful distance for a few minutes. Scientists have only scratched the surface of the mysteries of these animals, but what their research has uncovered is fascinating. Orcas live in matrilineal societies, meaning that their social structure is based on units comprised of adult females and their offspring. They spend their entire lives, over 100 years in some cases, in close-knit family units called pods. The whole pod contributes to raising the young ones, sharing food, and teaching them to hunt. Older females go through menopause, one of only two non-human species known to do so. The other is the short-finned pilot whale. Scientists believe that older female orcas play vital roles in helping raise the calves of younger females and in identifying bountiful feeding areas. Different populations have different dialects, food preferences, and mating patterns, essentially reflecting cultural differences. Scientists and keen observers can identify each individual whale through differences in their size, dorsal fins, and color patterns. Orcas have large brains and use echolocation for navigating, locating prey, and communicating. Their voices can travel across many kilometers of ocean. We can only speculate about what they are saying to each other, why they live in such close-knit societies, and what kind of culture they have developed. These killer whales are listed as endangered species in both Canada and the U.S. In the late 1960s and early 1970s, about 50 individuals from the southern resident population were captured for display in aquariums. Another dozen or so were killed in the process. The stories of these abductions and deaths, and the desperate efforts of the adult orcas to protect their calves, are heartbreaking. It must have shattered those tight-knit killer whale communities to be torn apart. And they have yet to recover. Today, there are only about 80 orcas left in the southern resident population. The main threats to their survival are a shortage of Chinook salmon, the cornerstone of their diet, the accumulation of toxic industrial chemicals in their bodies, harming their health, 
and interfering with their ability to reproduce, military exercises, and the noise from boat traffic which causes stress and impedes their ability to hunt. Under the weight of this multi-pronged assault, the southern residents are perilously close to the point where recovery may be impossible. But there is always hope. During the year that I spent writing this book, females in the southern resident population gave birth to several new calves. Although there is a high mortality rate for these youngsters, there are few sights as joyful and optimism-inducing as seeing the tiny dorsal fin of a newborn calf slicing in and out of the ocean, swimming snugly beside its mother. There are moments in life, rare and fleeting in my case, when you get a flash of insight. Several years ago, I was attending a gathering of activists from across the Americas at a retreat center nestled in the...